Just visit the website power1089.com or simply say Alexa, play Power 108.9. Yeah. with Power 108.9 on social media. Where can I find you? Instagram. At Power 108.9. And Facebook. At Power 108.9. It, it, it's, it's, the, it's the exact same thing. It's at Power 108.9. Oh. oh, okay. Power 108.9. A station for the people. If you're a content creator, social media socialite, influencer, or simply love to record current events, you need the joystick. The joystick is an essential tool for every type of digital content creator. It holds two or more mobile phones or tablets, allowing users to stream and record hands-free on multiple apps simultaneously. And it's lightweight and portable. For more information or to purchase your joystick today, visit our website at www.joystick.com. My powerful and pristine people, it's your boy E-Money, your favorite engineer. Check it out. If you want to get involved with Power 108.9 as far as partnerships and advertising, if you want to reach our 50,000 plus listeners and viewers per week, please email power1089ads at gmail.com. That's power1089ads at gmail.com. Speak to our marketing director so we can get you set up and ready to go. Let us help you reach your targeted audience and expand your brand. Question, what's the only station where you can get R&B, hip-hop, pop, and talk radio? Time's up. Power 108.9, a station for the people. The opinions and views expressed by this program are those of the program, program host, and guest, and do not necessarily reflect the views of Power 108.9 and its officials. We hope you enjoy. Just intercourse. Yes, welcome, welcome, everyone. We're at it again. <laughs> We're at it again. Um, yes, we are, yes, yes. We are intertwining once more and evolving once and uplifting. Again. Absolutely. Good to be back, everybody. And, you know, to engage in another conscious intercourse. As you know, our last show, we touched on mental health and trauma, and we felt Ooh. like we, it was such that a good word. show. We needed to continue it. We needed to, you know, take some more time out to, to really dive in the topic because it's so, it's so essential. It's so important. Yeah, that word, trauma, just, uh, thank you, thank it's you. like in Lion King, right? When... When uh, we were talking about Mufasa's name, it was like, when I hear Mufasa's name, I just shiver and quiver. <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel when I hear trauma. When I'm you like, hear the word trauma. Oh my, oh my God, I just quiver it's, and just yeah, shiver. Yeah, it's like that it's, trigger word, right? Because we, we all deal with some, yeah. some aspect of it. Trauma is yes. rampant, right? Yes. Um, you know, you hear stories. I know my children recently were telling me about some crazy, some lady 
was murdered at a subway because she put too much mayonnaise on a sub. Oh no. I'm like, are you what? kidding me? He was evidently traumatized. There was something going on there. This oh, person had, had to be traumatized to be. and that was the trigger thing. Mayonnaise. mayonnaise, exactly. Wow. So anyways, I'm just some yeah, yeah, that's that's interesting. But we like we promised, we said we would we would get someone on the show who could really give us more insight, uh professional insight on the topic. And we have an amazing guest today. Yeah. We have mental health consultant and coach Stephanie Johnson. Hey. Hi. Hey. <laughs> this is nice. This is so fun. Raise the roof. Thank you so much for joining us today and joining the Conscious Intercourse. Thank you very much we for really having me. We really appreciate you being here. Absolutely. And yes, as we said, we um we wanted you to give us some insight on trauma and how it affects the brain, how to, uh, how it affects the body relationships and things of that nature so please if you will you know let us know let's talk about it let's um, talk about it so first again thank you very much for having me you're very me welcome to be here and discuss this very sensitive and in depth and as i said to you all earlier broad topic mm -hmm. um yes you know because i think one of the things that we tend to do with trauma is speak from our perspective kind of individually mm -hmm. or from the group at which we kind of relate to the most um, and sometimes trauma you know is such a buzzword right now mm -hmm. every everything is trauma trauma informed and when we really get down to the meat of it what we're really talking about is you know this word trauma is rooted in kind of this place of evolutionary psych mm -hmm. psychology where you know a bunch of researchers over time have found out that the way in which the brain and the body responds to anything that could pretty much kind of shake up our survival mode okay. like anything that can threaten mm -hmm. our survival and our thriving means that it, our bodies and our brains respond accordingly. Correct. And a lot of that happens, though, with kind of a disconnect to the mind and our psyche at the same time. It's mm -hmm. why so many people who experience trauma have triggers. It's because the way in which the body responds, the mind may not have a chance to catch up. Mm, wow. Okay. And the mind might shut down. The mind might stop mm -hmm. perceiving consciously Mm -hmm. what is happening and stay still in this kind of unconscious place while the body survives or tries to survive and go into survival mode, meaning I'm sure you all might be familiar with the fight or flight response. Correct. And now it's fight, flight, freeze, fawn. It's all these different <laughs> things because mm -hmm. people have studied it so much to see everybody doesn't respond to it the same. Oh, okay. And this is why it's broad, because for so long it was only talked about in relationship to the military and mm -hmm. war and war times and crimes like that, or very intense crime situations or something as severe as like 9-11. Okay. But really we're talking about things that we may not consider trauma, Correct. like you're a cave person and you're making <laughs> and you're doing life and then all of a sudden you no longer 
have all of your family because there are some animals that have taken <laughs> out part of your your tribe. Or right. Exactly. Doesn't mean they didn't have a response. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It meant that they adjusted and adapted to mm-hmm. what the environment required. Mm-hmm. And so when we speak about trauma, that's essentially what each and every one of us is doing. Something severe happens enough that triggers our survival mechanisms in our brain. Okay. The part of our brain that says, shh, don't pay attention to everything else. Pay attention to what's happening in this moment or shut down and protect the mind. Okay. Protect mm. the mind from what is actually going on. And so either one of these things can happen. And when that happens, what happens after that is still survival mode because it has to come to some type of response or, or resolve mm-hmm. in order for the body, brain, and mind to then reconnect. And so over time, every generation of a human of, of human existence has experienced some level of trauma, okay. whether it be environmental, whether it be in close proximity, like within a familial uh, group, mm-hmm. whether it be within a tribal group, whether it be in an economy, within a culture, all the way out, right? Wow. Mm-hmm. And the the thing about it is the reason I said earlier that we talk about it from this individual or group space is because it's about proximity. What mm-hmm. makes the most sense to me in my experience? Correct. And right. that's what we go towards. Right. 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 And so when that happens, we can then create belief systems and perceptions mm-hmm. and ways in which we uh, communicate ways in which we behave Mm -hmm. based on the reinforced conditioning around how we survive Mm post-trauma. So it's, like I said, it's broad, it's deep, and it's so, we, as we were saying earlier, when I, when I asked kind of like, what angle do you want to take here? Yes, yes, absolutely. So does all trauma have to deal with survival? Could, could you have trauma that may be associated with, with like, um, like loss, like death? So anything, any trauma in, impacts us and, and goes into this survival mode place. Mm-hmm. So when we experience loss mm-hmm. in a traumatic way, like a parent, like what we just experienced, people went to the grocery store mm. and didn't come home. Right. Wow. Right. And it was very public and mm-hmm. it was very tragic and raw and just mm-hmm. unsensible. Right. 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 When things like that happen, it's unexplained. Or even when someone completes suicide, very mm-hmm. sudden. And people always say, oh, well, we didn't see the signs of it because it's not that predictable. Mm-hmm. We talk about this from places where we think we know how to prevent certain things. Like, you know, we may think that we know more than what we actually do. Right. Right. And this is something that is psychological principle. Overestimation of what we are actually understanding and can do happens a lot. It's a bias. Mm-hmm. Correct. It's a psychological bias that we have mm. because we are trying to survive, right? Yeah. Yeah. But when we incur things suddenly, when we incur things outside of our control, when we cannot do anything, we feel helpless, right. each and every individual is going to respond to that in their way based on what their history is right. and what their individual personal and personal experiences have been up until that point. Mm-hmm. The three of us could experience a, an active shooter and each one of us have a different response to how we can, how we'll do, what will happen 
right after that incident is over. Mm -hmm. Some people will be in a daze Mm -hmm. and will go about life like nothing ever happened. Mm -hmm. Some people will completely break down, be in Mm -hmm. tears every day, be Mm -hmm. completely shut down. Some people might get more erratic, Mm -hmm. might want to retaliate. Mm -hmm. So you see, like, it depends on what is your kind of makeup, Mm -hmm. what has already happened to you. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing about trauma that we have to kind of get some perspective about. It's really about what's happened to you. Yes. A lot of times with trauma, because oftentimes many people don't get intervention from trauma. Okay. You know, you don't get any resolve when traumatic events happen. Because if you're not directly involved in the deception. Correct. Mm-hmm. was violent. was traumatizing, right? Right. Yeah. The yeah. people came from somewhere else. They came here, and it was like, this is mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, there was more like, this is mine. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. It's okay. Wrong. <laughs> but it was something like that. <laughs> something along the lines. Right? So this is mine. Yes. Right. Because I'm here. I don't see nobody else. Right. Or if now, I do, I don't care. It's still mine. It's mine. <laughs> Right, I was here. I didn't see nobody else. Mm-hmm. And anybody who comes over here, it won't be theirs. It's gonna be mine. Mm-hmm. Finders keepers, right? Finders keepers, <laughs> losers, sweepers, sweepers, right? Exactly, right. So that then led to, oh no, but it's actually ours. Yeah, and we were here first. We were here first. Right. And no, no, no. Yeah. Bang, bang, bang. Actually, right. how, how can you even own this? This is actually not even anybody. <laughs> right. This is the universe. This right. is God's. Like, how can you even own this? But they didn't see it that way. This, right. Right. Mm-hmm. right. And, and, and part of the history, and this is the thing about trauma, just because there was this movement to conquer yes. things, right, mm-hmm. didn't mean that the people who did the conquering weren't traumatized. Ooh. Wow. And then their offspring weren't traumatized by being a part of it and mm. all the people who were involved weren't traumatized. Oof. This is a thing we don't want to talk about, but it's real. Correct. Because there's a reason why these behaviors psychologically continue. They Correct. say hurt people hurt people. Yes. Right? Correct. Because when these but also real. like the the people that came here, because well, I remember in school they talked about these were like you know, second class, third class citizens. They were the the. Don't the, get me the line and philosophy line about <laughs> philosophy. <history. laughs> but the, what yeah, I but the, but these were the, the, yeah. the, 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 as I've been taught, and you know, this is kind of what we've been taught is skewed. Okay. But what we've been taught, what is the most sold story, mm-hmm. is that there were there were Europeans who did not want to be under leadership of totality, totality and monarch and all that. They wanted Correct. their own freedom of choice and will and country and government. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And they also particularly wanted economy per how they thought economy, economy should be built and run. Okay. Right? It wasn't just, let's go over there. Because, you know, the reason why... Russia is in Ukraine is because Russia wants more territory, Mm. right? It's about territory. Geopolitics is about land. Mm -hmm. How much more land you have, the more resources you have. The more resources you have, the more power you have. It's not just about that currency because currency is not real Mm -hmm. until Mm -hmm. there's some kind of resource to attach it to, to trade with, right? Mm -hmm. Correct, yes. So it's about, it was about not just extending that role into this land. It was about those people and their ideals being extended into a different land that was actually different Mm. from the land that they came from. 
Okay. But economy was the slave trade. Wow. Right? That wow. was the economy. Wow. And it wasn't just Europeans participating in that economy. There were Africans participating in that economy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? This is true. Yes. Right? Unfortunately, right? Moses it's took the people out of where? <laughs> Egypt, right? For, so, yeah. And so when wow. we talk about the length mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. generation, when we say generational trauma, mm-hmm. what it really means is it goes all it dates back. the way back. Way right? back. So the reason we have these responses, the reason we adapt, the reason we adjust and all these things, and when we look at this nation and its upbringing and and it's what it's become, it came from this traumatic place. Mm -hmm. It had a history of producing trauma to produce economy, to produce what we have today in all of its convenience, in all of its freedom. Mm -hmm. It came with a cost, and that cost was a traumatic one. And so every side of this coin (laughs) has its own story around that trauma. Some people have crafted that story for their own good and for their own, you know, survival, really. And this is not to minimize the harshness of this trauma, Mm -hmm. but it's to bring perspective to the fact that just because someone did it to someone else doesn't mean that they also didn't incur the effects mm. of that mm-hmm. and the and the lack of resolution behind that the reason that that has not stopped mm-hmm. and became different forms is think about it when you're in a group of people you're more likely to acquiesce towards what the group wants mm-hmm. correct versus what the individual wants especially when survival is at stake Mm, right. Correct. So if it's someone in the group that says, you know, we really actually shouldn't be killing people like this. This don't make no sense. <laughs> oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So <laughs> whose side you want to be on? Exactly. That's what it boils down to, right? Correct. Because we've seen this in history play out, mm-hmm. right? Wow. So the reason I say this is because bringing perspective to how we deal with trauma means we have to really own that everybody can experience it and everybody has their own story. And the behavior that we see as a trauma response might actually be something we need to hear because it could be leading to some things, some effects that we're missing. Yeah. Wow. We might be missing how people are dealing with their trauma. Mm. And, the, and the traditional routes of which we kind of deal with trauma has changed dramatically from the field of psychology because for quite some time, it just wasn't even researched. Mm-hmm. Mm. It really wasn't, especially not from the perspective of, you know, marginalized people. It mm. wasn't, for quite some time, it wasn't even researched. Mm-hmm. Now we have a whole trauma-informed care model mm-hmm. wow. due to the recognition of everybody experiences trauma, but everybody deals with it differently. Yeah. How do we even define trauma, right? Because I know we've said the word numerous times, but it's like, what is the actual definition from a clinical perspective of trauma? Um, I don't know how well I can define it. I think there's, I can give you what science has said thus far from my perspective or what I know. And that is, it is when an external uh, event happens that the body and mind incurs when it is out of one's control and has numerous effects. It is usually something that, you know, when you think about 
it's it's about what happened. Correct. Right. Trauma is about what happened and what is left from it, the event. Correct. And it can be numerous things. Mm-hmm. Right. It can look like climate change. Mm-hmm. It can look like environmental change. It mm-hmm. can look like domestic violence. It can look mm-hmm. like slavery. It can mm-hmm. look like, you know, Losing the loss job, right? of a job. Mm-hmm. It can look like the pandemic. It can, mm-hmm. you know, wow. and it, and that's why I say it's a broad term yeah. because depending on who in the medical field, the psychological field that you speak to around it, like, you know, we can experience physical trauma, car accident, correct, mm-hmm. right? Trauma unit means your body has incurred some type of damage, some type of event mm-hmm. beyond your control that could not be stopped, right. that wasn't stopped, and now you have the effects of this thing mm-hmm. that has happened. Mm-hmm. And the brain incurs that experience just like the body and the mind and Correct. the spirit mm-hmm. incurs that trauma. Wow. Does that understand? Yeah. Yes. That makes sense. Yeah, so f- you could, it could be physical and emotional, right? Yes, it can. It's psychological, physical. I include spiritual. Um, okay. You know, it's behavioral. It's it's emotional. It's sensory. It's it's all of the things that a human is. Correct. And it, it causes someone. To I was saying, I, it, and it says that trauma can like physically affect the structure of the brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this okay. is what has been learned over time is that. When someone, and there's, so there's a few books, and I'm going to have to, when we take a break, I'll get okay. the list and, and okay. you know, share it with everybody. But um, there's this phrase, the body remembers. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. there's a book about this, about how when, um, say, for instance, let's just take something very sudden. Again, let's use something, you know, one of the extreme things, a mass shooting. You know, mm-hmm. for the people there who experienced that and survived, those people likely have had a shift in their brain Correct. neurology. Their, mm. their brain has ex- experienced something that without their control, Correct. their brain is going to respond. Correct. And what has been said and what has been found in, in neuroscience is that one of the things, that, let me back up for a minute. Our brain is chemicals, water, electricity, mm. and matter, mm. right? So over time, from baby, from being born in utero all the way up till we die, our neurons are constantly changing. Correct. Mm-hmm. They're, and we go through this thing called synaptic pruning, neuronal pruning, where in teenage years, you get rid of all this, the basically the neurons you don't need. Okay. And then you grow ones that you need for further in life. And this is a part of like this kind of evolutionary thing like we need new things to do new things per mm-hmm. the requirements of our environment well what's been studied is that when the brain in- incurs trauma there are new neuronal pathways made mm. and so when that happens they are functioning basically and i'd hate to use this kind of loose analogy of, of circuitry because sometimes that's what it's that's what it's like Exactly. You know, people can relate to, mm-hmm. um, but essentially, it's like a new circuit forms, okay. and it forms around how now the body primarily primarily needs to function, given this occurrence of this thing that was out of my control. Mm-hmm. So now, if it was a very high fear ex- response, like exactly. this very heightened fear response, mm-hmm. then the person might now remember color, sound 
odor, smell, correct, height of a, per- you know, these very just mm-hmm. kind of subtleties, right. and even salient things. Like sometimes wow. when I do consultations with people, mm-hmm. I ask them things like, you know, do you prefer a male or a female, or a, mm-hmm. you know, a certain type of person? Because you never know per someone's history, especially if they've had an abusive history exactly. or, mm-hmm. sex, you know, like these are things that imprint into mm-hmm. that new neurology. So a person's height and complexion might be a trigger. Mm. Wow. So you don't know that they may not realize that mm-hmm. until the moment they're sitting there That's and deep. they're in interacting. And mm. the thing that the brain created a neuronal response for triggers and is on and saying, this is the thing you were afraid of. Basically, wow. And so mm-hmm. that's what the brain. So the brain is is a comp- It's always creating new programming. Yeah. basically. Correct. For it's like, us it's like to when I see a police car, right? I'm like, oh my it's right. That <laughs> is it's exactly, our right? response. Yeah. Because like, yeah. we may not have experienced yes. this kind of thing Correct. we've we've witnessed, right? Correct. These shootings and this, yes. but we have yes. a response. Correct. Because some people right. feel safe when they see the police, right? Yeah. It's like you could have two people. I could be standing. And next it depends to, uh, for me where yeah. I am. Uh huh. Right. Seriously, it depends. <laughs> on where I am in Georgia. Okay. When I was in graduate school and I had to drive from Iowa back to Atlanta mm-hmm. and I had to stop to get gas, I had to call home to my aunt who was from here, born in the 20s, and say, yo, can I stop in Rome, Georgia? <laughs> right. She was like, nah, no, baby. keep rolling. <laughs> and she, I mean, you know, they've got black people there, but Rome doesn't have a very good history yes. when it comes to us in the early stages of development in Georgia. Wow. And, and, and so, and, but that is still to this day. And we know, like I was just recently watching a documentary on the Green Book and how there were there was a book that people carried yeah. with them. Mm, the black businesses yes, and everything. To, to when they drove. Yeah. Yeah. Where to stop, where, where to not stop, to stop. where the havens were. This is what we're talking about when we say that everybody has a different effect because I there are certain places where my defense mechanism don't go up. <laughs> no. Correct. And right. there are certain ones where it absolutely goes up, mm-hmm. you wow. know? And I am mindful and I practice mm-hmm. how what is happening in my body mm-hmm. when I experience that. Because mm-hmm. that's the other part. Like while the brain is forming this new thing, new feelings form, new Correct. emotions form, mm-hmm. new beliefs form, Habits. new perceptions form, yeah. then that becomes behavior. That's right. Correct. But also doesn't trauma put you like in a constant state of stress? Because it's like your body's experienced this thing, this external circumstance, right? Well, I mean, yeah. when it happens, you definitely have this increase in what's, you know, the stress hormone cortisol. Correct. And adrenaline. And the thing about cortisol is that when it's too much in the body, when it's in, in the body for too long, Correct. it causes inflammation and causes, it is the hormone that, that, that science has found out is the leading cause of most disease. Exactly. And so, yes, when you are experiencing heightened states of fear Correct. and heightened, these heightened primal states of existence, Correct. and your brain is constantly on the the... The triggers are on and you're trying to survive and you're paying attention and you're hyper. Like you may not feel like you're doing that, Mm -hmm. but your brain knows you're doing that. Correct. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like a it's like a response to the stress to that. Yeah, it's like coping, like to coping the, to it. Coping yeah. mechanism. And, well, yeah, yes. it's adapting. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's like, actually <laughs> adapting. It's like the response to the imminent danger, right? It's yeah. like in primitive times, like you mentioned, a caveman, right? He sees a dinosaur. Oh my god! I need to run, panic, hide, whatever I'm doing, right? Yeah. 
but then dinosaur goes away then the body you know kind of comes back down but ultimately when the dinosaur appears there's this like adrenaline rush there's right. this increase of um, blood to the extremities to to get to safety yeah. right or figure out ways to because you start breathing you know faster right. your body goes into this you know immediate stress response but then with trauma from my understanding because i've been through you know mm-hmm. several traumatic experiences mm-hmm. i know most of us have but i know for me it's like every time i think of that thing i go back to that initial mm-hmm. response yeah. so some, so if something happens traumatic and I'm continuously think about it. just by thought alone, mm-hmm. my body is heightened in that same state of mm-hmm. response, stress response yes. that I fir- first realized when it occurred. Yes. So it's like my body then is in this constant state of emergency response all the time. When that yes, when it is triggered, yes, that's because what because I'm thinking about it, right? Because <laughs> for example, you lose, I lost, you know, my wife, right? Mm-hmm. So every time I think of her mm-hmm. or what happened, it's like. I'm there yeah. already, right? It's mm-hmm. like, and that can ha- especially when it happened, it's like it continuously occurred for months mm-hmm. where every day I was in this heightened state mm-hmm. of stress. Mm-hmm. Right, and this is what leads to, you know, Correct. us, you know, when professionals, you know, when people have responses and they, and they have reactions to things and Correct. they don't know where it's coming from or they may know but can't stop. The reaction because you can't stop mm-hmm. thinking about right. it because this thought is there. It's like const- right. yeah, constantly. And just this there. is what leads to the kind of this this symptomatology, this cluster symptomatology that can be diagnosed as PTSD, post traumatic mm-hmm. stress, correct disorder, or you know diagnosis. Um, but true that this is this is this this is why it's important for you know it's important for us to pay attention to our stories, our mm-hmm. histories. Mm-hmm. And knowing our family history, knowing more about just the proximity of who's closest to us. Right. Because that informs what has now led to genetic mutations over Mm. time. Mm. It informs the presence of disease over time. Correct. And psychological conditions. Wow. So, you know, how, and, and the other thing is, is when it's stored in your body, and you have those reactions to the mere thought, it means it hasn't resolved. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It means that there there is a need to pay attention and learn how to how to regulate your body's nervous system Correct. Yeah. per these thoughts. Because the thing about thoughts and feelings is it's just fleeting. They come and go. <laughs> exactly. You kind of don't control. But there are reasons that you may get triggered for the thought to appear that you may not even be aware of correct because when trauma happens when the event happens it just you kind of get this storage into your unconscious okay right correct so yeah yeah so when i hear that music you know what time it is it's a cue that we've been talking too much and then we need a a (laughs) break it's it's getting so water yeah (laughs) we need apparently we need to you know slow it down we've built up too much energy or something it's so so deep it's so deep but yes we um we're definitely we'll we'll be right back um, with some more conscious in the course on Power 108.9. Wow. Good job. Question. What's the only station where you can get R&B, hip-hop, pop, and talk radio? Time's up. Power 108.9. A station for the people. The number one favorite station at ATL, Power 108.9.
tired of all that baloney they force feed you on social media? Yes. Then get connected to Power 108.9, a station for the people. Yo, it's Michael McFadden of Power 108.9 for our folks over at 404 Computer Repair. Where do I start? iPhone and Android screen replacement starting at only $69. And not only that, they do it all. Really, computer repair, tablet repair, Xbox, iMac. Honestly, yeah, they do it all. Call them, 404-259-0183. Once again, 404-259-0183. Now, I gotta be real with you. My family and I have been clients with them for a while. As a matter of fact, 404 Computer Repair repaired the iPhone screen of our then high school freshman who is now in his mid-20s. What? So if you're looking for affordability, great quality of workmanship, and a team that will get the job done the first time, call our friends over at 404 Computer Repair. Hey, they're located just minutes from the Battery Atlanta, right there, 360 Cobb Parkway, Southeast in Murrieta, Georgia. Hey, just give them a call, though, 404-259-0183. And of course, tell them you heard it right here on Power 108.9. Let's go. My powerful and pristine people, it's your boy E-Money, your favorite engineer. Check it out. If you want to get involved with Power 108.9 as far as partnerships and advertising, if you want to reach our 50,000 plus listeners and viewers per week, please email power one My powerful and pristine people, it's your boy E-Money. Question, what's the only station where you can get R&B, hip-hop, pop, and talk radio? Time's up. Power 108.9, a station for the people. With mine, and I'm almost 40. I'll be 40 this month. Damn. Really, Michael? I'm sorry. Power 108.9, a station for the people. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And we are back with more conscious intercourse. And with mental health consultant and coach Stephanie Johnson here. Wow, as um, she just touched on some things. Very powerful, dealing with right? trauma, just so mm. broad. It's so broad. But but what I want to know is is with this broad spectrum of trauma, how do we begin to heal? Like, how do we begin to first recognize that there is something that we need to heal from? Recognize that we have trauma. Um, I think it takes a look just a level leveling with our <clears throat> excuse me individual self mm-hmm. around being human i think we we have to just be honest with ourselves yes. and i also think we have to be mindful of what we are indirectly and directly taught about being human okay because there's a lot of information that we have kind of brought with us traditionally mm-hmm. that no longer matches the life we're living now, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That means that if a family has experienced loss, mm-hmm. loss of a wife, correct, that it's okay for dad to cry in front of the family because dad is hurting. Mm-hmm. We may have, we may be carrying a a, a stereotypical thought or belief system about men exactly and how men emote Mm -hmm. or don't emote and that excuse me can get perpetuated as unhealthy behavior yes 
So being honest to what humanity really means. Mm. That there are this this cliche saying there are no perfect people, right? But what does it really mean? Mm -hmm. What does it mean when you are a Christian and you are taught that Jesus is the way and the light and that Jesus was perfect and everything that is preached is towards being like Christ? Mm. If you don't really know... Mm -hmm what that means in terms of metaphor, in mm-hmm. terms of kind of a, a, a state of character building yes. as opposed to literal mm-hmm. process of life, then you might not be honest when you're going through pain. Mm-hmm. You might not be honest when you're going through turbulent times with the very people might be going through it with you mm-hmm. wow you may not be because the idea is if jesus could do yeah well, and be sacrificial in his body mm-hmm. then i must be able to manage whatever comes right Correct. <laughs> let's be clear <laughs> jesus was god <laughs> right and last i checked we not. <laughs> so right. if that is the case <laughs> right we ain't got what because jesus left and went up <laughs> And, and out no. and, he came and back. around right. and came back and right. came back unless right. one of us in around this table can do that right then that might that the way in which it's taught exactly. might lead to a belief system mm. of practicing day to day when you're dealing with things that you you can't bear and yes mm. our faith is our supplement is our strong our stronghold and our foundation for some people who practice it that right. way Correct. but it doesn't mean that you negate mm. the human parts of life That's right. that are very real and very um um manageable should you be honest about what your experience and your truth is mm-hmm. wow because a lot of people, even on this kind of conversation of faith, there's a lot of religious trauma mm-hmm. that people have experienced. Preach, my religious sister. trauma. <laughs> and this is something yeah. that Preach. I get, I yes. get calls and people. I'm struggling with, you know, going to church because of these things that happened in church. In church, yes. You know, Ooh. we're seeing it over and over and over again. How people have mishandled their leadership, mm-hmm. their power. Their power. And you got souls at stake. Indeed. You know? And when, if you really are into spirituality and religion, not just religion mm-hmm. and the practice of doing the things. Right. Because that seems to be putting you on the right thing, right. whatever that outcome is supposed to be. Exactly. It's about the soul. It's right. about the Focusing spirit. And inward. it has right. something that has some validity there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Because all that stuff that scripture talking about <laughs> is not about the thing that's the outcome. It's about the soul because Jesus didn't die on that cross for nothing (laughs) so your soul could go somewhere right Right. but if you are practicing it from a perspective of I just have to get through this and 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 I know that you know I wouldn't be going through this if I couldn't bear it exactly right this is a message we get often Mm -hmm. but this what is this really telling us 
think about it. Yeah, it's, wow. it's like desensitizes you, yes. right? Like, yeah. okay, I'm, I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to be I'm strong. supposed to be strong. strong. Jesus, all the time. Strong. Jesus, exactly. but that doesn't mean you can't Was cry. God you say God will give you more right. than you can handle, right? Right. But but yeah. God also gave you help, and that's why God. Ex- <laughs> we gonna use the scripture. Talk about the spiritual Talk about gifts. It. Because he gave them to you. Say, find yeah. one. And there you go. You might have one of those. The spiritual gifts. Right. Indeed. Because that might be the mm-hmm. tool you need yeah. in your humanness mm-hmm. Correct. to go through the things you need to go through in a way that might be healthy for you. Right. Mm-hmm. Because we all don't have the same gifts, right? Right. No. But if we're taking this in this way of we can just, if we only pray, if we only do this, and we have... The thing that I've noticed, too, that's happening right now is we kind of have this tunnel vision about it's either this thing or this thing. It's not, it can't have duality. Right. It can't be multiplicitous. It can't, it has, that there can't be more than one thing that exists Mm -hmm. under one of them. No, no, no. You can can have a faith that is strong and you can believe in that and practice that and use it to your benefit and your advantage to keep you healthy. Right. Okay. Because if a God wants you abundant and God is love. Yes. And fear without love is torment mm. then mm. then then what then how do you get to the abundance? Right. Wow. How do you get there? Yeah. Right? Like how like we have to kind of break through these belief systems that have been just traditionally handled, handed down that we don't challenge. It almost seems like, as we're having this discussion, the fabric of our entire society, our existence, our existence humans. Yeah. is ingrained <laughs> with trauma. It's, right? absolutely. it's trauma-filled, yes. right? Even the whole notion of Jesus dying on the cross yes. and being scourged with skin being torn and off torn his back. And torn and beaten. You know, and exactly. Yes. Like, literally, we read that every Sunday at church. Yes. Like, so we literally, and we were reliving the trauma. And you've to Jesus' trauma yes. over, yeah. and over, and over and over and over. So what do you do with yours? <laughs> That's wow. deep right there. If wow. a child is being taught that, think about literally, it. Like, been, think yeah. about it. God is what if he's real if he's not what is what is it what is it correct and you're taught that the the, the, the almighty being yes. was sacrificed correct. and tormented be Christ-like tormented. for your you know yeah and this again I am Christian I am Baptist <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. but I always think through what I learn absolutely and how it is useful to my well-being and my survival and my thriving mm-hmm. because our belief systems matter when we are trying to bring people into mm-hmm. faith when we are trying to save people from the angle of faith or anything else the belief system we project is the thing that the person will either use or not use mm-hmm. for themselves correct mm-hmm. right so if this is the message then, then we we kind of might want to ask, well, why would somebody want to go mm-hmm. and be a part of that? Correct. Because, and then say, oh, well, there's all these things that you acquire after after you go through the trauma. The trauma. Mm. So you have to question it because there are people who believe that because of their trauma because of the hard things they've been through, that's the way it's supposed to be. This yeah. is why, and, and, and let me be clear, I'm not 
meshing Christian faith or practice and believing in Christ and believing in faith with the idea that we're not supposed to because there has this trauma history. What we have to do is think for ourselves. The word also says interpret it for yourself, mm-hmm. mm. which means you have to learn yeah. beyond what the preacher said because mm-hmm. preachers are really good at selling you on their projections. Mm-hmm. Correct. I learned real young. Once I had a pastor who taught who taught the mm-hmm. Bible theoretically, mm-hmm. uh, historically, and spiritually, mm-hmm. I learned how to interpret mm-hmm. the word for myself. Right? So I had to learn how to look at history books mm-hmm. and go, oh, that's the same land mm-hmm. they were talking about in the Bible. When I looked in the back of the book and it was the map, and I said, oh, this is the mm-hmm. same place. Exactly. So what were those people doing? Mm. during that time mm-hmm. when these scriptures were supposed to be written and have lasted this long, how does it apply to me today? Correct. What am I supposed to learn mm-hmm. so that I don't have to go through mm-hmm. what those lessons have already been? Mm-hmm. But Correct. we keep repeating history. We, we keep, keep repeating, repeating trauma. This is true. Correct. We keep repeating it. How do we break the cycle? How? We, we have to be honest. And we also, when we challenge information and we get new information, we mm-hmm. then have to say it's okay to believe the new information. Mm. Correct, right? To not be so stuck. Because this co- is the a conditioning, huge right? problem. <laughs> yeah. Like I learned recently that by the time you're 35 years old, 90, this is what, I, of course, I read and follow a bunch of stuff. <laughs> I came across something that said by the time you're 35 years old, 95% of everything that you do is based on your conditioning mm-hmm. and it's done on, and it's done unconsciously. And I would say it's probably before 35 Yeah, mm. because so, we expect humans to survive on their own at 21. Exactly. So it's this right. thing where you're running on a program mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. unconsciously mm-hmm. based on the religion, the schooling, your family dynamic, mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. it is that you've been taught your entire life from the, you know, mm-hmm. in those um, primitive years. Has, and has created a, a, a program and that you're now running. And this is where the learned behavior yeah, comes from. Behavior. Exactly. This, is, this is out of behaviorism, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. Like, this is what this means. This exactly. is, so you're unconscious yes. for 95% of mm-hmm. the time. Robot, mechanical. Robot, this right? is why you have so many people who believe, who can easily believe, like, conspiracy theories mm-hmm. and, 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 and can see the need for changing behavior but won't change behavior. Because the thing about behavior is that, yes, it can, it can be conditioned, it can be learned, it can be robotically done. But the thing about learning is if you try to unlearn something, the only way it sticks is if you replace it with, with something, something else. else. If you just try to shift a behavior or Mm -hmm. change your behavior or try to deal with your trauma on your own, Mm -hmm. well, you're the only one with your thoughts. You're the only one with those responses. You're the only one. So if you don't replace it with something else, Mm -hmm. then you're going to just kind of go back and forth within yourself. And you're going to create more stress and you're going to create more reasons to just stay in it. Exactly. Than mm-hmm. to change it. You're gonna do more harm than good. Right. Correct. So it's you're right. It's wow. and, and we are conditioned to believe certain things and to exactly. practice certain ways. And I think we're in a state of our world right now mm-hmm. where a lot of evidence is showing 
it's a shift. Mm-hmm. We are shifting out of, and I think the pandemic brought it in. Yeah. Indeed. It, it, it sat you down. It forced you to just kind of be with yourself and all that you're in, that's in you. <laughs> exactly. And right. all that's around yeah. you. And yeah. just, and, and decide how you wanted to move forward as a human being because this environment is requiring us something different that pre-pandemic did not. Mm-hmm. Exactly. When we have environmental shifts, mm-hmm. humans are forced, animals are forced to adapt and yep. evolve. And, evolve. Correct. and if you do not, Darwin is right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You're, you're, you're the weakest so link, right? You, you become a weak link. <laughs> Correct. Because, and that resistance comes from the condition. When the evidence for change is needed and presented, Correct. there are some people who will not accept it, who mm-hmm. will not choose it, but it's not like it's not an option. Because mm-hmm. they're unconscious, though. A lot yeah, of times yeah. it's like, so you brought up a good point, right? The pandemic, I think, brought this movement or this circumstance Mm -hmm. that was like a wake-up call Mm -hmm. right that should have shook most of us awake Mm -hmm. out of the slumber out of this unconscious program it's like it's it's to wake up like get out of this program like this is life right take control and figure out the best plan forward yes for you especially in your close and loved ones right so we found ourselves in this evolutionary period almost like this transition period mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. where so much is changing across the globe yes. within our existence you know as humanity as a whole mm-hmm. so we so we have to it has to be a collective approach though right i mean every every change starts with one individual at a time absolutely okay. you know it martin luther king didn't want to just go start preaching and telling people to be <laughs> not he didn't want to yeah. that. people who close him say he, he really refused for a while mm-hmm but eventually, his voice, his essence, who he was, and his purpose spoke to him. Mm-hmm. He made a decision. Mm-hmm. Understanding. See, this is the thing about dealing with trauma. Mm-hmm. Because he experienced it growing up in Atlanta. Yes. Right? His family experienced it. Right. But there's a thing about trauma that if you want to change your condition with it, you have to understand that there will be some kind of sacrifice. Going back to our point about religion, there will be, mm-hmm. and and it might be you. Mm-hmm. It might be you literally or figuratively, mm-hmm. but that is a part of the acceptance, acceptance process Right. that you will sacrifice an old self mm-hmm. to mm. become a new self. Ooh. I love that. That's deep. And mm. if we want to use a religious perspective and using the story of Jesus Christ's life in that way, we can use it that way. Wow. We can say that that trauma represents old and new. Mm. But it's a decision that you have to make honestly, and you have to accept all the conditions of that mm. change. Mm-hmm. Because you have to accept that it's going to be hard. Right. You Correct. have to accept that the things that you have normalized in order for you to survive in the mode that you've been surviving will no longer exist. Mm. Correct. You have to therefore accept, accept that they may change your environment, meaning mm. you might have to move from the place where you live. So deep. It, you may have to mm-hmm. change the people mm-hmm. who are around, around you who are you. used to Ooh. you acting and responding in a tra- with traumatic responses. Correct. Mm. It may mean that you have to learn a new religion. It may mean you have to learn a new practice of health, helping yourself. Correct. Mm-hmm. It may mean you have to give up who you thought your identity was right. 
Correct. Right. As the trauma person. Might have to give up meat and become a vegan. Right? <laughs> yeah. You know, vegan. You know, give up give up the old way of eating. I mean, and it's your, it's it's your story. Exactly. And it's your thing. Mm-hmm. And it only it's only you. Yeah. Because Correct. we're all on these individual journeys. So, so with that, with you dealing with yourself and your own personal traumas, how hard is it to maintain strong relationships? It's not, it's not easy at all. It's not easy. It's hard. I mean, you, it, one of the things that I have learned over my awakening through 2020 and Mm -hmm. and, in this time, spirituality for me has become a whole new thing Mm. is that I understand something that I definitely didn't prior to. And that is each and every one of us is on our own journey Mm -hmm. through this what I call plain. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we had a purpose to begin and we'll have a purpose to end. Mm-hmm. And no matter who's close to us, no matter who we're related to, no matter how tight that is, how loose that is, that journey is going to be what it is. Right. We determine in what this human form experiences, how long we experience it, how intense it is how we we determine it every single day we wake up yeah every single day yeah and when you understand your journey is yours and you understand that only through loving yourself and this is hard because you you got to really understand your definition of love yes correct right and what that really means and for me i i use my spiritual definition of love that god is love Mm -hmm. okay so if god is love then god can't be fear nope (laughs) so they can't because fear is torment love is perfect Mm. so for me Mm. if i want to experience that level of love then i have to be willing to do what brings that to me that means i can't live with fear Indeed. Trauma responses continue not only because they become a part of our mechanical makeup mm-hmm. biologically after it happens, but we also create a belief system that is usually based in fear Correct. of something else happening. Mm-hmm. Correct. And one of the things that we can do is try to shift our belief system into a place of our own understanding of what love means to us. Right. And that is going to be different for, for everybody. everybody. And you don't owe anybody your definition. If so they true. get it, they so get true. it. If they don't, they don't. And honestly, people who I've seen recover from their traumatic experiences understand that that is their journey alone. Yeah. Correct. Because nobody understands their trauma because they're not in their brain. They're not living it. Mm-hmm. Correct. So if you're not living it, then you're not going to understand why this person needs to move. Mm-hmm. You're not. If you love them, though, you're going to tell them, love me, text me when you get there. Exactly. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> do what you need to do because it must mean something that deep for you. And that's love. Correct. And that yeah, it is. May mean, it is as a relationship. Loving somebody may mean letting them go. Exactly. Or Ooh, it may no. mean yeah. that the distance doesn't mean the end. It doesn't mean the end. And for some people, it will definitely mean the end. Yeah. Correct. Because they are part of the trauma. Right? Mm. And your love for yourself has to teach you that. Yeah. Correct. And if you don't have a definition of love that somebody else didn't give you, 
it was never supposed to be given to you. Mm. Love is not a message that that someone else should give you. Mm. And that's what we're taught, though. Yes. We're taught that God loves you. So if God loves you, if Jesus loves you, if this person loves you, if these external things Mm. love you, then you do this. So what we're actually practicing is in order for me to get love, I must have to do something for something else. Right. Right. But actually, God is love, and we already have God, then we really don't need already nobody perfect. else. Correct. Already in perfect form. Right? So you brought up a good point. So we have it already inside. Exactly. Absolutely. But life can distance us from it. Correct. And it's always ready to be reclaimed. But we have to believe that that's true Correct. by giving ourselves permission to believe something that the trauma didn't tell us or mm-hmm. is not telling us or is making us feel guilty about saying. Correct. Right. So you brought up a good point about creating something new, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's a new religion, new faith, mm-hmm. or moving, right, to a new location mm-hmm. across the country to a beautiful deserted island, mm-hmm. right? We have to learn to, I feel like, in order to heal and overcome trauma, to create a new, right? Mm-hmm. But a lot of times we're stuck in this addiction to trauma. I feel like a lot of us are addicted to the trauma because you said Mm -hmm. it's become part of our makeup. Mm -hmm. So we actually are addicted to it. We watch movies that, Mm -hmm. you know, convey the trauma, Mm -hmm. right, over and over again with our music, right, Mm -hmm. our relationships. Like everything is surrounded by on that trauma. And then we try to figure out why we can't Mm -hmm. change. (laughs) Exactly. So every day we (laughs) seek for that same trauma Mm -hmm. in some type of form, right? Mm -hmm. It's like... This g- this doctor, the scientist I've been following, you know, he, Dr. Joe Dispenza, mm-hmm. yeah, he talks about this concept of we every day our thoughts are either visiting the familiar past mm-hmm. or the predictable future. Because mm-hmm. in our mind, we're like, okay, I get up, I have this thing that happened in the past, so now it's on my mind all the time. Mm-hmm. But then this thing is projecting my future. Mm-hmm. So then I'm predicting, based on this thing that happened here, my future is going to look this way, mm-hmm. right? So we keep, but as we keep our eyes in the past, we are recreating the same mm-hmm. thing in the future. Yeah. It's why right? thoughts <laughs> create reality. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So he talks about the concept of, through meditation, mm-hmm. Of, mm-hmm. of finding that sweet moment in the present moment mm-hmm. to where you let go of everything, right? Yeah. You detach from everything. Mm-hmm. And in that void is the only place you could create something new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So we have to learn to tap into that void. Right. Because that is where, you know, there's a reason. I don't know if you all are familiar with um, Jay Shetty's book, um, Think Like a Monk. Yeah. Right. Exactly. It's on my list. Yeah. But in that he talks about why they sit for so long in silence. Mm. Right. It, because it's hard. You know, a lot of people during the pandemic were diagnosed with adjustment disorder, basically just kind of like just forced sitting, this forced Mm -hmm. removal of our autonomy and making decisions and having control Mm -hmm. led to us not being able to really cope very Mm -hmm. well through that type of shift and and, and all of a sudden. But in that time, though, there's a decision that has to be made or could be made. Mm -hmm. Whether you take that time to really deal with everything you've been distracted from, mm-hmm. mm. right? Our busy lives are just distractions. 
Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's it's why the familiar past and the predictable future exist because exactly. we're constantly trying to run from one and run to the <laughs> yeah. other. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Run from one, run to the other. But in that place of void, in that silent place, in that place that's still, in the place that's quiet, and the place that a lot of people fear when they have trauma, when they bear, when it, especially if the trauma is continuing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you're having this continuous response, you know, react or, or event happening and you, you can't get out of it. Exactly. It's hard to go into that place yes. because that place is scary. It's, it's where all of the feelings that you can recognize cognitively mm-hmm. actually have physical feelings. Yeah. yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. They actually have the physiological presence. Yeah. And for some people, that is really hard to do, deal with, it and it's very valid because it represents the intensity of the pain mm. wow. that a lot of people try to escape. Mm. So sitting in stillness and being quiet with oneself and all of that, a lot of people, yeah, yeah, that's great, that's fine, wonderful. Exactly. But <laughs> yes. I can't go there because I don't know what'll happen there. Exactly. Right. So that is a practice thing. This is why we have interventions. Mm. Okay. This is why we have embodiment, embodiment movements, and somatic, psychosomatic interventions to help yeah. you deal with okay. the physiological part that quietness and stillness can make you very, very aware of. Okay. Meditation, y'all. Right. We have to learn how to meditate and meditate so but we it can is, begin to heal. Yes, yes. Because it is it is a definitely a vital. healing practice in and of itself because that's where the brain can also regenerate. Correct. Right. And so create new things. So Stephanie, tell us where people can find you and learn oh, more about you. Where can you find me? Yes. Um, so I am on Instagram at NaviPsych, N-A-V-I-P-S-Y-C-H. And I have a website, www.navipsych.com. Fantastic. Thank you so much again for joining <laughs> Thank us. Thank you for having me. And also, yes. I'm curious, what services do you provide as well? Just for oh, people out there so, so they know, you know. So what, people, yeah. yes, so I help people find mental health professionals and okay. healing practitioners that they need. It started with mental health, but it kind of expands. Um, where I do consultations with you, I sit down and make sure that you really understand what your needs are and how to okay. meet them. Correct. Then I search for the providers and I rec- make recommendations and then I coach you through how to begin the process of entering into therapy, how to what to expect, what the process procedures are. Awesome. Yeah. I also do individual um, coaching, mental health coaching, where we go a little bit deeper to get okay. to the yeah. patterns of behavior and everything that really might hinder the present mm-hmm. and really build confidence in t- about the authentic self. That's a fantastic awesome. service because a yes. lot of times here for me personally in the past, people have said, Oh, I need a therapist. I even thought about it for myself, mm-hmm. but I don't even know where to start. Cause mm-hmm. you Google therapist. It's like a million things. I don't yeah, understand yeah. what these letters mean. It says T Y X Y Z. I don't know what that means. And you got to go and research. It's like, yep. that's a phenomenal service. I'm Thank so you. grateful that you offer that to the people. Thank you. Thank Absolutely. you very much. Yes. So yes. And if people are interested in that, you just go to my website. It's all there for you. Awesome. Please check her out. Y'all check her out and begin to heal. Yes. Find out how you can begin to heal. Go back and talk to your ancestors, your friend of <laughs> your family. Yeah. People, you know, find out what's going on in your family and where your conscious. trauma comes from. And be yes. conscious and as be you intercourse with the world. Absolutely. <laughs> right? And thank you again for tuning in to Conscious Intercourse on Power 108.9.